You've tuned into Bomb Proof Recovery Radio, your access to today's best addiction recovery ideas, tools, and experts. Listen in and you will learn what is and what isn't working today. Now, let's get Bomb Proof with your host, James Healy. Hey, this is James. Welcome to the show. My goal is to provide you, your loved ones, and anyone you know who needs one, a helping hand to find success in recovery so they can live the life they desire, the life they deserve. But before we get started, I wanted to let you know about my free sobriety course, which will help anyone seeking a sober lifestyle find a successful path. Check it out at bombproofrecovery.com. And hey, if if you're new to recovery and trying to detox on your own, please seek professional help and supervision if you're coming off of alcohol or benzos, because that can kill you. Hey, I want to give a big shout out to one of our supporters, The Addictions Coach. Now, The Addictions Coach is the nation's foremost network of sober coaches, recovery coaching, and sober companion specialists. If you are looking to get unstuck from your addiction and recovery challenges, get in touch with The Addictions Coach. They have been featured on all the major networks and shows like Dr. Phil, Oprah, Good Morning America, and more. The Addictions Coach is completely discreet and their programs are customized to your individual needs. Check them out at theaddictionscoach.com. Hey everyone, this is James. Welcome to this episode of the Bomb Proof Recovery Radio Show. Now in this episode, I'm talking with uh, Mr. Jeff Finlin who has a business called Recover Yoga. He's a yoga expert and master who helps people in recovery. Um, He has kind of a blend of yoga, meditation. He's also written a book called 365 Days of Recovery Yoga. It's a daily reader. And uh, it's a great conversation. You know, it really brought me back to a time when I used to do a lot of yoga. It was kind of a daily thing. I owned a hiking tour company it was very health and fitness uh, based, and we would do yoga every morning before breakfast, and it would really help people uh, feel better on the hike. We also did stretching on the hike um, and after the hike, and I swear people recovered more quickly, and they just had a better experience during that week of of hiking, and it was just such a great thing for me to help people get exposed to yoga. Uh, I know some folks who are still doing the same routine I taught during that week. Uh, We kind of had a a fairly set routine. We change it up some, but it had to be about half hour long, which was pretty good for for people who it was new to. And uh, it's been a focus of mine to try and get back into it. I know it helps me as I get older and the work I do now to stay more flexible. And it's also kind of a great form of meditation in the morning. It's a very powerful piece of many people's recovery program. And uh, I hope you enjoy this talk I have with Jeff. And you can check out his website and what he's got going on, recover.yoga. And uh, maybe you can find a, a place 
in your program to add yoga in and uh, get some great benefit out of it. All right. Thanks for joining. And uh, here we go. Well, hey, Jeff, how are you doing today? I'm great. How's it going, James? It's going really good. I had a great holiday season so far and uh, getting in a lot of skiing, which is fun. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so, well, thanks so much for joining me on the show. I'm excited to talk to you about yoga. I have... Um, Yoga has been a part of my history in the past. I think I mentioned to you that I had used to lead hiking trips. And mm-hmm. part of the, the program was doing a, a morning yoga session with the clients oh, to yeah. start our day. And, you know, we are always stiff and sore from all the hiking. So yoga was a great thing. And I do have clients who joined me years ago who are still doing the same little 20-minute routine that I had taught them years ago it's <laughs> part yeah. of our daily deal so um yeah why don't you first uh tell us a little bit about how you got into um i guess yoga i guess helping folks in the addiction recovery field i know you have a, a history of long-term recovery yourself yeah i've been i've been sober for quite a while i think 18 years now i quit counting um yeah cool. but um you know, uh, it's just been an uh, integral part of my recovery, or, or became so. I got sober and, you know, went the traditional route um, and, uh, you know, kind of stumbled along with that for a while. And um, and then that 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 path kind of magically appeared in my life. And um, and I, I was introduced to a man who was, you know, a yogi and, and, uh, I started doing his practices and they just really started bringing up a lot of stuff within me. Um, mm. you know, I, I, I initially started, um, yoga and meditation to, you know, achieve a more peaceful state, but really what it did was stir up a lot of stuff and, and, um, bring it up so I could basically work the program around it, which was, was really good. So, um, you know, the traditional, you know, inventory process and, you know, the 12-step process. Um, I used that in relationship to what, what the yoga practices would bring up. And the, the two things just really worked well together. Yeah, I've heard that from a lot of folks who um, have used yoga as part of their recovery program. I... It's funny, I used to help teach yoga and get people into it, and I have, personally, I've gotten out of it recently, and I'm really trying to get back into it, find a a path and some time. (laughs) I always say I'm too busy, but I shouldn't be too busy uh, for something as important as as yoga, you know, and I I understand its importance. Can Can you explain to people, like... I think some people are intimidated by it. It's, you know, it's kind of one of those things like meditation. They, they picture, you know, someone in a room in cross-legged chanting mantras or something. And it, it doesn't always have to be that way, does it? It can be pretty simple, straightforward. Yeah. And that's what I teach. I, I'm a, a yoga Kriya guy, basically, which is, you know, kind of what you were talking about, like 20 minute, 20 to 25 minute practices a day that really um, just balance and open the system. You know, mm-hmm. they just 
um, you know, um, and, and that's all I do every day. And that's really what I teach. Very simple practices, um, that, you know, in the end kind of make me meditative, you know, rather than, you know, because I'm, I'm a busy action kind of guy and I need to integrate my meditation with, with doing something, whether it be incorporating the breath or some kind of movement. Mm -hmm. Um, people always say, you know, I can't do yoga because I'm not limber, you know, or I'm I'm not right. flexible, and right, and that just that just tells me they don't they have no idea what yoga is about, you know, right. And um, so I'm trying to I'm trying to you know get get people over that that stigma and and um, just in, introduce them to you know simple beginning practices to incorporate with their recovery program. And that inventory process, because that inventory process is very important in opening up those energy channels as well. You know, dealing with, you know, shame and grief and, and fear and resentment and um, guilt and, often. I, I had a lot of guilt over things I did or said or didn't do. Yeah, I'm, I'm developing this whole program around it in relationship to opening up those energy channels inside the body. And, um, I'm finding, you know, it, it, it's all laid out there, you know, mm -hmm. um, uh, in a really concise way. I'm developing an online course right now and it's going to go into a workshop but to incorporate those, you know, dealing with those emotions that, that kind of clog those energy channels to a higher awareness and, um, and then incorporate physical, uh, practices that in a very simple way balance the system and and stir up the system for whatever you know needs to come up that will come up you know yeah because we i think a lot of us i, I know i'm talking personally <laughs> it's easy to stuff things down when uh when i was especially first in recovery i mean i went through the 12 steps but it's still it's hard to face up to a lot of a lot of things, a lot of people, and yeah. uh, once you get past it, a few months or a year, or whatever, it starts to fade in the past. And maybe, you know, that's what you were talking about when you got into yoga. A lot of this kind of came back around, and it was good for you to to face it and deal with it, right? Yeah. Well, we still we we develop all these protection mechanisms, you know, mm -hmm. to keep us from from feeling anything deeper. And, um, uh, that's what I did. I was a, you know, I grew up in an uh, alcoholic home, so I had a lot of post-traumatic stress, like stuff going on, like that surfaced, you know, like 11, 12 down the road, 11, 12 years into sobriety. And, um, you know, I was doing the steps and doing all the stuff that they needed to do, uh, that they told me I needed to do, but I really was having access difficulty accessing deeper dimensions of myself. Mm. It was all in relation to all these protection mechanisms I built up inside of myself um, as a result of growing up in kind of a traumatic kind of environment. Mm -hmm. So I really had to transcend that, you know, um, had to drop all those things that, because they were really they're keeping from me from accessing a, a deeper awareness of my higher power and some kind of God consciousness, if you want to call it that. 
Right. So, um, you know, 10, 11, 12 years in, my, the wheels just started coming off. And, and that's another thing I had to go in and, and look at and see where that was coming from and being um, all these areas where I was trying to protect myself from, you know, the grief or the sadness or the, or the guilt, you know, um, or, or just re- keeping myself from re-experiencing that kind of pain and that kind of hurt. I, was mm-hmm. gonna, I wasn't going to let myself experience that kind of stuff anymore. So but really we have to, you know, we have to, we have to open up that stuff and, and look at it, you know, completely. Yeah, it's it's the most healthy for us in the long term for you know, our continued well-being and growth, I would think. Yeah, I think once you get on that path, it's like it won't let you off. You know, it's <laughs> right, like, yeah. you know, it's like once you get on, it's, you know, I like Shodian Trumpy always talks about, talks about, you know, spirituality is this train that you get on that you just can't get off, you know. Because if you mm-hmm. try to get off it, all the all the business that you that's still left undone, it won't leave you alone, and then it'll create more pain. So you have to get back on on the train again. You know, I mean that pain is a touchstone. The problem is just is is so true. It's so true for me, and uh, mm-hmm. if I'm not really really willing to look at that and use that as a tool, um, then then I then I get stuck. Uh, but really, after being sober, the, the pain won't just leave you alone until you deal with it, you know? Yeah. Now, I, I know you talk about how yoga is kind of like a merging um, of the physicality with the spirituality. Do you feel that then these both become stronger because of this merging and this combination? Yeah, I do. I mean... To me, when I talk about the spiritual, I talk about the dimension of ourselves that lives beyond the five senses. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we have our mind, body, and spirit. And our, our addiction and our, our trauma reactions and our codependence, uh, they all lie in, in the physicality of the mind and the body. Um, yoga um, opens up the system and lets us access the dimension of ourselves is beyond that, which is beyond our addiction in a lot of ways. Um, and we have to make that, I think we have to make that dimension of ourselves dominant or, uh, um, in order not to fall victim to, you know, the, the disease of the mind and the body, which, you know, mm-hmm. you know, my mind will always tell me that drinks a good idea. Right. You know, <laughs> you know it, it, I, I just spent, you know, a month playing music in in Irish pubs, you know, and and the Guinness it, it talks <laughs> to you still. It says, yeah. Oh, it would be a good idea, but what? <laughs> but what keeps me from catering to that idea? You know, um, you know, I can't stop my thought process um, and um, the reaction. But there is another dimension of ourselves, and and. Yoga really is the only way I've been able to access and make that dimension of myself dominant. You know, that's what yoga is all about to me. Uh, cool. Now, would you recommend um, some sort of yoga program for anyone in recovery, like very first first uh, thirty days, or do you you know is it something well, that I you think, ha- kind of have to groove into, like you did a little later on? 
you know, I think, you know, yoga, I mean, they didn't teach yoga to everybody for, you know, centuries, you know, right. basically, yeah. um, people in recovery are, you know, the first yoga sutra is and now yoga, you know, and, um, why now yoga is basically because we've tried everything else, you know, um, <laughs> if we still think like a new wife or a new job or a better bank account is going to solve our, our, or a drink or a drug or, you know, or whatever, right, to solve yeah. our problem, then it's not time for yoga. Just like it, then it's not time for recovery either, you know? So mm -hmm. that's, that's what I think is really unique about addicts is that we don't really have a choice. The spiritual life's not a theory. We have to live it because we've experienced, we've had this experience that's, we've experienced the end of ourselves on some level. We could, we mm -hmm. can't really solve the problem anymore with our ego and our intellect. Mm -hmm. So that's our bottom, you know? So that opens up the whole, you know, you know, that opened up, it opens up the doorway within ourselves for the subconscious and all that stuff to come up. And, and we just got to sit with it and process it and go through it. You know, so that's how, that's, that's what I love about addicts and people that have hit their bottom because they're, they're ready. And it's kind of the, the same way. It's the same thing that they've, they've practiced in yoga for centuries. You know, they wouldn't teach it unless you were ready. You know? Right. So, that's, that's really what I think is unique about, you know, addicts and living a spiritual life. We we pretty much don't have a choice. <laughs> yeah, right. We're ready for we're ready for it now. We're, we're we tried all that other stuff. Yeah, exactly. We, you know, we, we, we woke up on the train and it's like, oh, you know, and the train we can't get off the train. You know, the train's leaving so, the station now. Yeah. Yeah, so I always look at our bottom as an enlightened moment, really. Um, yeah. As soon as we hit that bottom, we push it, we try to push it away with our spiritual life or anything. But our bottom was like, we just, we hit this point and we just surrendered naturally. We were naturally willing. Um, yeah. It just happened to us um, by default almost. And it's just, it's a, it's a beautiful thing if you, if, if you look at it that way, you know. Yeah, I've always been actually very grateful for my bottom. It took a long time to get there, and I was yeah. on the, the relapse roller coaster for several years, and it was a hard ride to that bottom. But man, now I'm just so so glad it happened for some yeah. reason. Odd reason, yeah. everyone, this is James. I am really excited to tell you about this monumental online conference I am hosting with Dr. Callie Estes this May 23rd to the 27th. Dr. Estes is highly sought after celebrity addiction therapist, life coach, recovery coach, educator, and wellness guru. And she blends talk therapy with forward and positive change to assist her clients in unlocking their true potential. She's been featured in books, magazines, radio, and television for her work in the addictions and therapy fields. This remarkable and absolutely amazing addiction breakthrough summit will reveal how to embrace and enjoy a sober lifestyle and finally put an end to the continued downward spiral in all areas of your life 
health, relationships, finances, career, legal issues, and more. Now, during this 100% free summit crammed with the latest addiction recovery success strategies, you're going to discover how to quickly feel healthy and full of energy, how to repair and rejuvenate damaged relationships. You're going to find out how to avoid legal problems and effectively deal with life's challenges. You're going to learn how to tap into superior and pioneering techniques to assure yourself, your loved ones, or your clients the highest level of success and so much more. I hope you can join me again. That's May 23rd to 27th. And go over to addictionbreakthrough.com for more information. your new book you wrote this book 365 days of recovery yoga and it's um a reader that incorporates the yoga with the kind of uh, this meditation i guess sort of concept yeah, and getting us going with recovery i don't i don't know what you know why i got on that kind of obsessive spiritual path but i, I kind of did you know once mm-hmm. i discovered yoga and eastern thought and and was able to recognize that within my own experience then, um, and just integrating the two recovery and kind of, you know, Eastern spiritual practice and philosophy and thought, I just kind of became obsessed with it. And it's, and it's been a part of my recovery for the past, you know, maybe 15 years. And, you know, when I decided to try to do this yoga thing, I thought, well, what I need a kind of a, a calling card. And, and, um, so I, I just modeled it after, you know, a, a 365-day, you know, recovery or meditation leader. So um, every day has a little blurb about yoga and recovery. And um, mm-hmm. and it's, it just kind of fell out of me based on um, my own experience and my own, um, you know, involvement with, with, you know, yogic thought and recovery and, I tried to keep it open so people could, you know, interpret it in their own way and have their own experience around it. But uh, it just kind of fell out, and uh, so that that happened this year. That's cool. Is it uh, is it like a timeline? Do people have to go from? Is it like day one, day two, or can you just kind of flip it open and pick a day? Well, and I think a you can. Just, and... I think you can flip it open. I mean, we always have to trust our experience on on every level. So. Right. You know, um, you know, when I first got sober, you'd go into a meeting and, and, you know, you'd find out that, wow, the meeting was about exactly the same thing I was going through, you know, mm-hmm. going, going through at the time. And yeah. what a coincidence that is, you know, and then you go to another meeting and it happens again. And then you go to another meeting and, and all of a sudden you realize there aren't any coincidences in life, you know that you get what you're supposed to get right when you get it. And, and that's, that's a beautiful thing. So, yeah, you can open it to any page, and if, if that's what you're supposed to get, you'll get it, you know? Right, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of how I look at the whole deal. So, you know, if you start on uh, January 1st, which is coming up, which is yeah. a great thing, but a lot of my friends have just been, you know, or people that have read it have, have just... Uh, opened it up and just kept reading, you know, so. 
yeah. whatever works for you. Yeah, well, there's no, I mean, perfect time to start anything, your recovery or a yoga program or whatever. That's why, you know, so many of us have our, our uh, sobriety dates or whatever are all over the board. It's not just January 1st. I think a lot of people try yeah. that. <laughs> January first yeah. thing, but it doesn't always work out so well. Oh yeah, and by February you're back, you know, eating donuts and you know, you forget about <laughs> your, your gym, your new gym membership, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, um, so tell me a little bit about how you incorporate this within your services. Now you provide kind of custom coaching, recovery coaching, um, yeah. and and utilize your yoga training. Your, as well, yeah, right? I do that um, with people. I love working with individuals, you know, because everybody's got a, you know, everybody's got a different story and a different path, and um, mm-hmm. that's probably my favorite thing to do. Um, but then there's there's been a lot of people that have come to me that live far away, and so I'm developing an online course uh, cool. now in relationship to that, um, and it. You know, it goes through all the inventory processes and it's going to teach, you know, like a 25-minute, you know, system balancing yoga kriya within that. And um, and that's developing into a workshop as well. So, um, yeah, it's just kind of unfolding the way, it, the way it is. But I really wanted to do that, figure out a way that where I could provide what I, you know, this thing to people that I can't just be with, you know? Right. So, um, yeah. It's, it's a big world. Yeah. There's people know? all over the place who need, who need this. For sure. I know. And, and it's yeah. funny how people just show up in your life, you know, like, um, it, like where did that person come from? You know? And, right. um, they live in Seattle and, and all of a sudden we're talking about, um, yoga and recovery. And, um, and so, so I really wanted to be able to go, okay, well, just do this, you know. We'll sign up for this online course and go through it. There's all these, you know, this self-inquiry inventories and exercises that they can do at home. Mm-hmm. And then there's a whole set of practices that are described and laid out um, on video that they can um, they can start and integrate into their, their daily lives. So that's kind of why I started doing that. Cool. And then you're going to have, you're going to host workshops there in Colorado? Is that yeah, I'm doing right? that here and I'm working on one in Nashville and another one in Austin. So, um, I'm going to, I'm probably going to end up taking it on the road, you know, if I can. <laughs> the road show. <laughs> <laughs> the road, the yoga recovery road show, you know. <laughs> oh, that's a, I think it's a great idea. It, it helps introduce people to it. Yeah, it's simple. It's an introductory program to to yoga, but still, it's, you know, yoga is, it's, even for advanced practitioners, you know, you just have, you show up as a beginner always, you know, and there's always mm-hmm. something new to learn um, mm-hmm. in relationship to that and to your experience. And so um, I think it's, I think it's going to serve um, both people really both dynamics really nicely you know yeah sounds awesome well come on up here to to bozeman and 
Yeah, in the summer. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, in the summer. <laughs> I'm not driving through Wyoming in the winter. <laughs> no, Wyoming in the winter is pretty rough. Yeah. Oh, it's bad. It's like a ground yeah. blizzard. Twenty four seven. Um let's see, uh so I know people can get um some of your your book right if they go to your website and they can download like thirty days yeah, or um, something like you, that and then then and then learn more about your your workshops and that sort of thing, right? Yeah, What's you can your, go to um, www.recover.yoga, um, and you can download a month of the book for free and cool. kind of check it out. Um, and um, you know, and then you can actually buy the book uh, through Create Space or Amazon um, through the site as well. So. Um, um, it's just kind of available that way. And then the online course should be up and ready in, you know, a month or so. So, um, you know, there'll be all kinds of new and fun stuff. But, yeah, yoga. Awesome. And I'll have that link in the show notes as well. So, um, do you see, I just was thinking, do you see yoga becoming more and more important in this recovery field as people become more and kind of, watch out for that term holistic, but they want to be more mindful of, of their bodies and their brains and how this all interacts into this sort of thing. Yeah, and not just using pure re- willpower and, and, you know, yeah, I mean, I really think it's important to, to access that dimension of ourselves. Um, that is the spiritual dimension. And, and, um, you know, there's, there's various tools we can do to, to do that. And, you know, you know, even through service work, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. karma, karma yoga is, is basically selfless service. So, uh, I always tell people in recovery, if you're, you know, if you're studying yourself through the steps and you, and you have a service commitment, you're already doing yoga on some level, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they go, really? I didn't, I didn't know that, you know? Um, but there's something about the physical, integrating the physical practices in, um, that's that really opens that dimension of ourselves further um, and kind of accelerates the process, I think, um, in getting rid of our conditioning and, and old baggage. And mm-hmm. I, I think that's really important, you know. I mean, I don't think the uh, traditional, you know, spin-dry recovery community is, is working that well, and I think um, they have to... Um, Eventually, they're going to have to integrate some of that stuff um, yeah. into the big, the big pharma world because it, you know, a lot of it's not really working. You know, <laughs> right? So. Yeah, no, and and people do start seeking uh, elsewhere when they realize that this other stuff isn't working, especially in the long oh, term. Oh yeah. You're, yeah, you're creating a new life, a whole new lifestyle. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as soon as we put down one, the other start. It's funny how they just start, you know, jumping up, you know, whether it's, <laughs> you know, money or sex or ambition or, you know, chocolate. we're always looking for, yeah, <laughs> chocolate. Yeah, I know. It doesn't donuts, matter. You know? Yeah, donuts, ice so, cream, and cigarettes or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah whatever. It's, it's always something, you know, always, oh, I think yoga helps us reach for nothing. As, as a solution in it rather than reaching for something concrete, you know, 
Right. That's my first sponsor, I always talked about that God-sized hole within me, and, and uh, I couldn't never, I could never really, I never felt comfortable in that emptiness, you know. Right. And uh, I think over time, with with practice, and um, we get more comfortable there, you know. Um, so, and I think that's what it's all about, you know. It's awesome. I like that. Um. What what do you do for fun down there in Colorado? I say down there because I'm up here in Montana, but uh, you play in the great outdoors or uh, a little bit. Um, it's always good to hike and do that stuff. Mm-hmm. I work a lot. Um, I'm a musician, so I'm always uh, I'm always making music and and doing that kind of thing. And um, so you know, friends, family. I can, you know, there's not much else to do out here in the West, you know, in, except the great outdoors. <laughs> That's right. It's, but, it's all around you. But now it's, but now it's cold. So it's, there's a lot of great indoors. <laughs> <laughs> you're not, the, not a cold guy. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's why you're down on the front range there. It's a little warmer. You get a couple yeah. months here where it's kind of wintry. But yeah. With, so what kind of music did you rock out to this morning? Do you, do you start your day with anything or do you just have no, uh, some I, I, yoga music? I tend music to start or? my day in silence. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> after I, after playing a gig I, last night or whatever. Yeah, I spent so many years like chasing music, living music. <laughs> I lived in Nashville for 20 years. It was like, it was a big part of my bottom, really. Chasing <laughs> <laughs> that, a... that, you know, raking my love me cup on the jail bars of life. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So uh, I'm one of those entertainment business guys, you know. So, right. So I tend to, you know, music for me is more time and place these days. If it if it pops up and, and I feel it, it's great, but I don't, I don't really listen to it much for pleasure anymore you know so i yeah. drive my life crazy with that but true <laughs> <laughs> well music's one of those things too that man it really brings you back to a time and a place and a an emotional state and yeah. um it can it can be good or it can, it can be bad <laughs> yeah always, uh, yeah if I'm, if I'm supposed to be affected by it i'll be affected by it you know and, right. um so, uh, but I, I live pretty simply these days. That's good. I'm, I'm living a little more simply. It's hard. I have a three and a half year old, so things get a little chaotic. But oh yeah, but yeah, um, in the middle of it. Yeah, exactly in the middle of it. But it's still good. It's all good. Well, awesome. Oh, yeah. uh, any last little yogic tidbits or? Of advice or anything we can leave folks with? Yeah. Keep Keep coming coming back back with with a beginner's mind, you know. I mean, even when I show up in my yoga practice or whether I show up in my yoga practice or or I show up in a meeting, I always try to come as a, as a beginner or a newcomer. And, um, and that's really important for me these days, even after a long time in sobriety, you know, Mm -hmm. As soon as I think I know something, I don't, and and um, and I, I try to keep that spirit. And uh, um, I like, you know, I tend to gravitate toward people that keep that spirit. You know, so mm-hmm. 
That would be my only suggestion. Yeah, I know. That's I'm always learning. That's one of the reasons I like to do this podcast to get to talk to people like you and learn something new every time. It's yeah, be fun. So let's go. Well, thanks so much, Jeff. I really appreciate it. And we'll get your links in the show notes again. That's recover.yoga. And um, I'll have your. I think I got your Facebook. Um, info too. We'll put that on there yeah. so people can find you on Facebook and start connecting and and utilizing this. I think it's a super valuable resource. And my my wife really loves the hot yoga. She loves getting really sweaty and hot and stretching oh, a ton. Yeah. And so uh, she's been encouraging me to get back into it. And I am going to do it. I'll let you know how it goes. Okay. Good. Thanks so much. <laughs> All right. It's been great talking to you. We'll talk, talk soon again. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Bomb Proof Recovery Radio. For show notes, our free sobriety course, and more, head on over to bombproofrecovery.com. Here's your story. Let's begin. Could be larger than life, bigger than the world. Living out the hopes and dreams of every boy and every girl. You could fly higher than the sky, shine brighter than the stars. You could have all you ever wanted. Shoot the moon and reach for Mars. You know you could. Yeah, and times are changing everywhere. Could be larger than life, bigger than the world. Living out the hopes and dreams of every boy and every girl. You could fly higher than the sky, shine brighter than the stars. You could have all you ever wanted. Shoot the moon and reach for Mars. You know you could. Larger, larger than, bigger, bigger than. Could be larger than life, bigger than the world. Living out the hopes and dreams of every boy and every girl. You could fly higher than the sky, shine brighter than the stars. You can have all you ever You could.